comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Mr. Stark. Yeah? Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from the uh, Strategic Homeland the... Intervention right, Enforcement yeah. Logistics Division. God, you can get a new name for that. Yeah, I hear that a lot. That's being handled. That's what we do. Just call us sheep. Finally, we made it. Uh, welcome to the Shield Podcast, episode twenty-one. Does that sound right? Twenty-one episodes of this yeah, television. Show? 20, twenty-two. Oh, twenty-two. Right, we doubled up one. Okay, fine, fine. It's oh still, yeah, yeah. It's still the finale. And uh, hello, Brad and Ken. How you doing, John? How you doing? I'm doing all right. We we almost a full uh, squad tonight. Russ had to attend to other things last minute, but we will carry on. For the big finale, the big finale, um, just going back to that Garrett thing, I guess, uh, oh, spoiler alert. Um, so I thought, it's funny that you said full-on cyborg. I wasn't even thinking that we know Garrett as a cyborg from the comics, and that's what they were doing. I was thinking full-blown Deathlock-like version 3.0, and they were going to drop the... And then when he made the, well, he made the comment about cutting off the head, yeah. I thought they were going to like drop the deathlock head on him or like clamp on like half a mechanical face or whatever and as my mind quickly said how are they going to do this every show they don't have enough money then he was exploded exploded but good. Yeah. Yeah, now that was the 084 uh weapon, right? Yes it was. Yeah, okay. I wish um Mike Peterson had looked like Bill Paxton did the whole season. Because it almost looked like this whole season, Mike Peterson was like cosplaying as Deathlock instead of like the real <laughs> Deathlock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I understand, you know, budgets and and act movability and things like that. But Paxton looked cool, you know. But by the you know, a little it was too late for me. I was like, okay, enough Deathlock, and yeah. then you know they took care of that. So I was happy with yeah. that. But. Yeah. You know, that's a good point because I was watching it a second time and I'm watching, you know, not so much the uh, effect shot of actually, you know, building, adding the implants, but the actual final product, which looked like a practical costume, looked like he was wearing uh, a costume of some type. But I'm like, that, for even for a TV show, that's a lot of money to spend for something you're using once. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we'll probably do, and, and I think we're going to, tell everybody our plans uh at some point in the show but we'll probably do like a season wrap-up so i don't want to get too much into like you know what i thought was right or wrong with the entire season we'd, no, re we'd no, rather no, no. right we'd rather get into this episode but one reoccurring theme for me with this show is they were almost like too ambitious a number of times like 
you know, we really can't afford to do this on TV, but we're going to do it anyway and maybe cut this corner and that corner to make it happen. Um, and the reason I bring it up is I think it happened again once this show when they brought back um, Agent Koenig. Uh, and they clearly did not have the actor who, of course, the name is ex escaping me right now. Um, Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. They clearly didn't have Pat Oswalt on set again for this recording. They... They they must have used shots of him, and then you know you no. get the other angle. No, that was that was him. No, 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 that was him. But he wasn't with the rest of the cast. They kept showing you the angle of like the body doubles back of his head, uh, and then the I, front of the other people's head. I didn't I didn't even see that. Yeah, he didn't even catch that. He did look a little. Uh, he almost looked green screened on there a little bit. Yeah, and they well, the, kept the doing. Green screen from his point of view, probably was green screen because they usually don't build sets like that. Like even when they were, were, were at Providence, it was they, there was no hangar there. It yeah. was a green screen. And if you but, know, like, but like it, when he was hugging Colson, and you see Colson's face from and Paxson's back or uh, Oswald's back, right. that was a double. They that did wasn't... that a number of times. They they shot one person from the front and then like you know a double hmm. from the back. They and they kept cutting back and forth. And you never the only shot you get of Pat and Oswald with the whole gang is like him sort of standing in front of the newly formed team. And so, again, he's not really there. It's kind of like a green screen of the team in front of I, him. I have um, to watch it a third time. Yes, now. and I, I guess it wasn't that, that bad if you didn't notice, but just another thing that, ah, you know, let's just try this and see if we can pull it off. And they didn't 100% get it. It's very possible. I, I mean, obviously they they did it well enough that Ken didn't notice it. If, in fact, this did happen the way you're suggesting, they did it fairly well because Ken didn't notice. Right, right. Well, and and, and I'm going to watch it again for that, but I was spending more time with that scene thinking, watching and po picking out how similar the dialogue went from uh, Billy Koenig's point of view that I'm like, no, 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 that's not his brother. That's an LMD. Yeah. Both of them are LMDs, and they're, and they're programmed, and they're yeah. reacting exactly the way because it was too similar. Now, yeah, he does mention I'm, that he plays Xbox with his brother, right, when we meet the that, first version? Right, <laughs> right. So so you're I'm thinking that's the brother. But, yeah, that might be a brother, quote-unquote, in that they're both from the same product line. Yeah, yeah. They're LMDs. they got to be. Yeah, I, I would agree that they're LMD, LMDs, but I don't remember um, from the comics, I don't remember LMDs bleeding. I thought there were... And I could be horribly wrong on this, but I thought there were um, different levels of the life model decoys. Some were more realistic than others, meaning they would have um, blood, either artificial or part of their systems, that they would even in death mimic a, 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 a human. Um, I'm gonna. Russ would know that, but I would not know for that for sure. I'm uh, googling right now. Do life model decoys bleed? Are you at least using Marvel's Wikipedia? Um, I will click on that one. <laughs> yeah, because we already established that Google is Cybertech, so or um, or Hydra rather. Apple is Cybertech. Cybertech. LMDs are a shield designed robot that takes the form of a living person. It does not say anything about whether they are similar to a Terminator or not. Uh, it does not say. It just calls them a robot, but it doesn't. It doesn't say anything about um, okay. having blood and skin and whatnot. I don't think it's that important. It wasn't. That wasn't the big takeaway. Well, it made me think that that 
you know, the first Patton Oswalt was definitely human. Wouldn't it be funny be. if mm-hmm. uh, if if the Koenig character became like Kenny on South Park, and they just kept <laughs> killing him, and then he kept coming back as a brother, you, you know, know another brother as an L- LMD? That's certainly possible. But but I, I I brought that up only to say that's where my thoughts were. I will rewatch it with that with what you're saying in mind and watch more for the effects because I'm usually am pretty good at picking out the back green screen effects, but. Because there's a lot of them in the last 22 episodes of the show. I love that idea, by the way, John, to have uh, him die. Like, I think it'd be awesome for him to die like every episode. Yeah. And then, and then there's a, a new one. Oh my God! They killed Koenig. They killed Koenig. That's funny. <laughs> Bastards. All right. So. All right. What do we got? Anything? Uh, we always go out of order, but anything... I don't know where to begin. Um, I'll just go on record and saying I lo- I love the whole episode. I was enthralled from beginning to end. I-, I admit there was quite a few things that I expected to see, quite a few things that we've talked about in this show uh, on what we wanted to see or thought we'd see that we did see. Handful of surprises, handful of pleasant surprises, uh, but by and large, I was very satisfied. What about you, John? How would you? What's your overall? I liked it a lot. It didn't. Uh, it didn't blow my mind. I wasn't disappointed. I, I put it. My rating will be very close to like the last few shows, which is very good. Um, I don't know. I think we've been conditioned a little bit for like somebody's got to die in the finale. You know, like I don't know. It, it always seems like a little bit of a letdown if if, if nobody dies or some major you well, know, twist. I was. I mean, I liked this episode, but that's that's it. I liked it. I didn't really like it. I certainly didn't love it. I've loved some of the last several episodes, but I liked this one. Um, I wanted certain things to happen that did not happen. Uh, I think they made a huge mistake with the Ward character. Um, let me let me ask you something quick about, and and you can continue about Ward, of course. Um, do you think there's something to her throat punching him and then he can't speak at the end? You mean like is there any other addition, reason for that other than like other than just showing that she's a badass? Yeah. No. Okay, fine. That was enough yeah, for I, me. I, that's where I'm at. I mean, she already established herself as a badass when she nailed his foot to the floor. Yeah. Uh, but but the rest of it was just like I mean, we said, and that's on the list of the things that I expected to see, there had to have been a May Ward fight. I mean, there's no other characters that could have done that um, for a variety of reasons, and I'm very satisfied with what we got. Um, I'm also, I also got what I expected to get with Ward in general. Um, speaking to your point, Brad, about the disappointment about where he ended up. Um, that character, regardless of where he ends up in terms of what what his character is being Hydra bad guy whatever he is one of the main cast members uh, and he's going to be around for a while he's not going to be in the same role he was meaning a member of the shield but he's going to be around in season two uh, I do not expect him to be redeemed f- even in season two um, in a part of last week's show that I was not on I think Russ made the comparison to either Angel or Spike from Buffy. Uh, I think Spike might be a a little bit better uh, because he did some very disturbing things as early on, but then became redeemed later. Granted, it's a little different in Buffy because, you know, well, he didn't have a soul once, and then he did. 
Ward's not 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 that, but he's going to be around. He's going to be in. He's going to prove prove useful on some way. Uh, he's not going to be suddenly back in the team, but I would not be surprised if by the end of season two he is useful enough to the team that he that they will utilize his skills. Now, did the Fitzsimmons explanation of why they sunk, um, did that make you think that, in fact, Ward didn't think he was killing them, that he was planning on them floating on the ocean and that thing? Because didn't they give an explanation of, like, why, you know, it, it couldn't make up the yeah. pressurization? And yeah, well, no, they, they, went, they went out of their way to explain why it sunk. Because even I, I thought, well, no, it's a sealed airtight container. It's going to float. And even Fitz, like, I'm trying to figure out why we sunk. And he right. goes on this whole explanation of why. Uh, I I believe Ward did that because he was able to, to 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 straddle the line of following Gare's orders and not so much saving their life, but not kill them himself. His weakness and all that. So he, he was just doing that. I don't think he – not that he didn't care if they died or survived or not. But he didn't. He's not the one who killed them. They had a shot when he, with him. Uh, I'm with you for the most part, Ken. I think I think he didn't know that it would sink and that they would survive. But I think he felt like if they stayed on the plane, they would be dead, regardless of whether he killed them or somebody else killed them because Ward didn't. Right. And so I thought, if there's any chance they'll survive, this is how, and I'll just, you know, shoot them in the escape pod or whatever. Right. Um, where exactly did Ward end up when this is over? Is he in what? Is he in Coulson's custody? Yeah, I think he's at that new facility that they've that they're starting over in, and they said what? that pretty much they're going to torture him. That's yeah, that's him. But and along those lines, all of those um, Deathlock soldiers or extremists or whatever they were, they talked about. Hey, once you remove their implants, they're normal people. Who? Who has them? Not, I'll just say the police, because if it was, then Colson and his team would be arrested too, because they're just as much as terrorists as anybody else to the public. So who took them into custody? Wasn't I mean, it the clearly army? Clearly, Fury had. What's that? What's that? I'm sorry. Wasn't it the army? Fine. So it's the army. Wouldn't the army take the rest of Shield into custody as well for the same reasons? Fury clearly had some backup, but I'm not sure that they were necessarily there or how much backup he really had. So whose custody are they are they really in? Or does does Fury have a small pocket of shield that he turned over to Colson as part of this? Uh, it wasn't clear who took custody of who at the end of that. I wasn't sure. I mean, they're walking around talking like, you know, you know, they're they're cleaning up the crime scene. It's like, who are you reporting to? There is no shield. And if any other any other agency with authority they're just going to want to arrest you too. Well, I was I was reading a, a recap of the episode earlier, and this person pointed out that they don't they never explain who those people are. They just said a bunch of people show up to help them clean up the mess, and the guy even asks, "Are they Shield? Are they police? Are they Army?" Right. We don't know exactly who it is. I don't know if that was on purpose or a a um an error in storytelling, but I'm not sure it matters. 
I mean, I, mean, I, I can of, understand why it would matter, because if, if it was the Army, yes, why wouldn't they arrest the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys? But maybe it was... I guess we have to assume it was a bunch of people who were loyal to Fury. Yeah, like Koenig. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, he has some staff at, mm-hmm. at this place. I mean... Maybe. At the very least, the Koenig brothers were, yeah. you know, still, quote, S.H.I.E.L.D. I guess we don't have enough of an idea of how extensive this remaining S.H.I.E.L.D. team or S.H.I.E.L.D.ization really is. Well, we never found out who was with Fury in the helicopter that rescued Fitzsimmons, that, right? That's what I was saying. He clearly had resources and backup with him, but we don't know who it was. Because he even says we... You know, we're lucky. You're lucky. We found you, and I was waiting for a, an explanation of we. But right. I guess when when Nick Fury says do this, you do it. Well, yeah. There's that. Now we we the other thing that jumped out because we're talking about Fury, and uh, well, we bounced around anyway. So he's with in the ocean with Simmons. We come back from a commercial. She's in the the pod. He asks, where, how can I find them? She probably tells him about the tracer signal. Where on the planet, or even in the United States, are all they? Because it's relatively quickly for Fury to get from wherever he was with Simmons to where Coulson was. Um, so so I, unless... unless it, it just That was just one of those things that's like... It was almost like, oh yeah, they're across the street. It was just that's a little known too quick as for my uh, taste. it's known as Fury Ex Machina. <laughs> Very good, John. So remember the end of Secret Invasion? Yeah, and, the, and Fury the giant shows gun. up with the giant gun. Did you you had so you had the same thought I did? Absolutely, right? that was the giant gun. Giant gun. Then <laughs> it was a giant gun. <laughs> it, and, it, and, and you know, I didn't even recognize it as a destroyer gun until he lit it up. He's like, oh no, I know what it does. Where was he holding that gun? Was it behind him the whole time? It was behind his back. Yeah, like he, if you notice, he had his arm hand behind his back the whole time, and then boom, he pulls it out and says, "Yeah, I got this," or whatever. And and I mean, overall, I guess we might as well do the whole Fury uh, Samuel L. Jackson appearance. I mean, there was some great banter with him and uh, with him and Coulson. Um, you know what? And I, Bill Paxton, for that matter. I'm. <laughs> I wouldn't stand up with four dead guys. I wouldn't call it great banter. I would call it cheesy dialogue. I uh, was a little forced, maybe. Yeah, I was really taken aback by the uh, the the. Uh, I I felt like I felt like I I should have been a tortilla chip at that point. <laughs> I think maybe they just went to the well one or two times too many. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like the so. first one was cool when he was like, uh, I, I thought the bit with the, with the speech that Fury gave and how, uh, you know how yeah, he had gotten yeah. it wrong or whatever. Like I thought that, that was that, funny. That was funny. I I, I they, they lost me with um, Fury and and Coles and I was like, you didn't tell me he went that crazy. Yeah, he's really stepped it up a notch. That was part of the, the stuff that made me go, oh come on. I understand the humor because it works. It has worked, yeah, a lot. But for some reason, th- in this particular moment, it was like I don't know if I was like in a a huge stressful life and death situation like this, I might joke once and then I'm done joking. Now it's back to business. It remind yeah. you know what it reminded me of was the scene in Austin Powers when 
Austin Powers and uh, uh, Elizabeth Hurley's character, Vanessa, when they were uh, trapped by Dr. Evil and one of his henchmen lost his head and, and, and Austin Powers kept making all this, not a time to, not a great time to lose one's head. He'll never get a head in life. Yeah. He'll never be the head of a major corporation. <laughs> I've expected one of them to go, okay, that's enough. But I really got an Austin Powers vibe off of that. And yeah, that was good. It, uh, when he, uh, when he tipped the glasses down, I'm like, here it comes. I'm keeping an eye on everything. And then I don't know what he say. I'm everywhere or something I'm, like. I, it, yeah, it didn't even really make sense no. what he said when he looked. Yeah. No, that that definitely did not make sense. That one last bit of, of dialogue. Yeah. Um, although, although I'll give them credit for making sure that he was in the sunglasses and wasn't wearing the eye patch, and he was keeping consistent with how we left him in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and he him, said there was a line about that too, like. Uh, I can't give orders, or or something about giving look, orders. I'm look dressed at me. like I, I live like under I look, a bridge. Look, I'm dressed like I live under a bridge. Yeah, yeah. That was I enjoyed that. That was, and it, you know his respect for Fury was touching. That he immediately, he immediately said, "Sir," you know, it was just like yeah, yeah. Instead of you know somebody else might have said Fury, but he was he yeah. just went right to the sir. I, that yeah. was that that was touching. You know. Now the the cube he gave him, have we seen that before? Like in some kind of data cube or That's new to me. That yeah, I don't recognize seeing it, at least not in the context of this show. I can't think of anything in the comics, but it may it may exist there. But he's called it a toolkit and he said the first thing in that box, so that suggests there might be some more things in there. I can't imagine there's much more in there than data, like a like a flash drive or something. But there was the coordinates of this base, which I assume is now going to be the new sh- the new sh- shield headquarters, whatever shield's going to be now. Um, but yeah, no, I don't I don't know that it's anything more than that. I um, guys, please don't let's continue this line of thought. But please don't let me forget to go back and complain about Ward, because I never did get to finish that. Um, I found the the thing of Fury, like, giving up the reins and just giving it all to Coulson, I'm not sure I buy that. I'm not sure I believe that Fury would do that. Fury may not, but... uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Fury may not, but from what I understand, Sam Jackson's backing off from from this role. So in terms of the MCU and trying to establish where people are, it kind of makes sense to to set up, well, this is why Fury's not around anymore. No, I get that, but... And and I'm certainly not the person to do it because I have, you know, I have the intelligence of Pooh Bear when it comes to creativity and stuff, but I would think there would have been a a better way or a way that made more sense, more believable way to hand the reins over to Colson. Like if he had said something as simple as, Hey, I'm still going to be in touch. Uh, I still want to be a part of this, but you're going to be the face of shield from now on, you know, something like that. Like I'll be the power behind the throne, but uh, you're going to be the face, you know, something that, that would have been more believable to me. To me, it was just, I don't. I just didn't think Fury would would give up because he, you know, that whole speech about protecting and all that stuff, and now he's just done protecting people. That's not Fury to me. 
So they're... Well, that, that's that's where the end of it goes when you say he's going to fall off the grid or however he put it, and then he's like, I'm everywhere. He's still going to be around. He said he was giving up his bird's eye view for two firm feet two on feet, the ground. Two feet on the ground, like yeah. That. He's like, so that's it. You're going to spear? He's like, oh, no, I'm everywhere. So I think it's the opposite. I think he's trying to get more into the dirt, into the weeds, and get his hands dirty and get, get some stuff done. Because remember, when we left him at the end of Captain America... He was going off to take down some hydro installations, uh, and he probably wants to continue doing that. But he also needs to know, S.H.I.E.L.D. needs to continue. S.H.I.E.L.D. was founded on something bigger than whatever people think it is today or whatever thing it became. It's important. Important enough to be left in the hands of someone that he knows shares those beliefs, and there's no one else... He said as much. Yeah, who he trusts more than Coulson. Yeah, I was about to so say that, he did say out loud. You know, I trust yeah. you. And you're, I can see what you're saying, and I like thinking of it that way more than what I got out of watching it. Um, that makes me yeah. that makes me feel better about it. Yeah. No. That that said, in in that whole interaction, came out my single favorite moment of the entire episode of many that I enjoyed, but. When when Coulson's releasing every emotion and feeling and thing he's been bought up about this whole Tahiti thing, and they get to the whole you know how Fury says it was a it was a break glass in case of emergency. He's like, yeah, in the case of the death of Avenger, and Fury straightens up and looks him in the eye and says, exactly. And Coulson just shuts up and it's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. That moment is like, you know, Coulson. At least to Fury, Coulson's an Avenger. Yeah, and that 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 made the show for me. That's the ultimate compliment. You yeah, know, to be called a, an Avenger by Nick Fury—that's the ultimate compliment you could get. And that was that was a wonderful moment. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and and, and as cool as the statement was, it really was Clark Gregg's reaction. Because from what I know of Clark Gregg, he loves this role. And that was as much Clark Gregg's reaction to that as it was Phil Coulson's. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine a, a fanboy reacting that way. You know, knowing that you're in the show that's pretty awesome, that has to do with the subject matter that you love so much. And then to actually be playing a guy who's one of those considered to be one of those people that you grew up reading about, I mean that's just I uh I tend to get real emotional when I watch TV and movies uh in it's various emotions, it's anger, it's joy, it's um just heartfelt things like at the end of School of Rock, when the kids finally get to play on stage as a band, I start crying every time, and I've seen that movie 50 times. I start tearing up because I know how important it is to these kids. And I started tearing up a little bit when he called him an Avenger because I thought Coulson's number one hero of all time is Captain America, you know? And now to be put on the same in the same category as him, that's got to be, yeah. be a, a feeling. 
I mean, you know, and, and it's not just to to the writers or to Fury or to us. It, it, it's really to the viewing public because I was reading something about the origins of this television show, and and you guys will remember when the Avengers came out and Coulson died. And, I mean, it was, took all ten minutes for the hashtag Coulson Lives thing to to appear, and and the producers of the show even said this show was born out of the fan reaction to Coulson's death. I mean, really, Coulson was supposed to die, and that was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the catalyst of the, of the Avengers coming together, and that was going to be the end of it. It really was the fans that made this show possible because of their reaction to Coulson, Phil Coulson's death. Uh, so to many people, he's as much an Avenger as, as Captain America or Iron Man and the others. Uh, and I think that's probably probably reflects my own feelings, which is why I reacted so well to that moment as well. It's funny, uh, I don't know if it was one of the articles that you sent around, Ken, or if it was something that I read somewhere else, and it was an interview with Jeff Loeb uh, about the finale. And they said, you know, what did you learn uh, the most from this season? And he said that the fans love Dark Ward. Uh, you know, which clearly shows that these guys are trying to keep their ear to the ground and see what the people like and what they react to and what they don't. Um, so just like maybe that's how we ended up with this show because of the love for Coulson, you know, maybe they followed some of those cues along the way. Maybe. I mean, if I, if you, if you believe, if, if I believe what I've read, this was the plan all along. I mean, even from day one, they knew what Captain America was going to be. They knew what that movie was. They knew the plot. They did write this show to line up with that and to get where we got. I'm not going to say they knew every single detail from day one about Garrett or whatever, but they knew what they wanted to do with Ward, if you believe what they're saying today. Um, I'm not saying they didn't tweak things along the way, uh, but I honestly, I would, li I would like to believe this was their plan. Right, maybe, but maybe they knew that it was going to be Ward, but maybe he was going to die. You know, and then maybe. reaction to the character maybe. now kept him alive for season two, or... yeah. But yeah, that that question about Dark Ward and how people you know really enjoyed him and decided whether or not they wanted to kill him off or not. And I think there's there's I think Dark Ward can be useful to this new team. Um, trustworthy, no. Useful, yes. Yeah, but okay, this brings up this takes me back to my thing about yeah. Ward. Is he Dark Ward? I mean, is still is he still Dark Ward? I don't think he's Dark Ward, and that to me that's disappointing. I think See, he's, I, 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 I think he's wishy washy Ward and and I think this is where they made the mistake. I think he's always been wishy washy Ward. I think Sky called him out on exactly that. He Ward has never had his own identity. What we learned in Ragtag was he was this directionless child who escaped from military school to go kill his brother in a burning house and beyond that had no other plan. It was Garrett who gave him direction. Uh, who gave him a purpose. Uh, and even as Garrett tried to say, no, you did this, don't thank me, you earned everything you get, you take whatever you want, he still needed that direction. And Sky called him out on that. He's like, now that Garrett's gone, you have no idea, what are you going to do? Who are you? you? You're nothing. You're just you know weak and, and I forget exactly how she phrased it, but you're, you're nothing without Garrett. Who is Grant Ward without John Garrett? That's what we're going to find out in season two. Well, I, I thought he was somebody, and until that, was it this episode where we see the, the young Garrett and out in the woods and. That was that? last week's ragtag. Okay, because I only, 
I only watched that one yesterday, as far as this recording goes, um, the day before the finale aired. But um, right. I was, I didn't like that episode so much because I liked feeling that Ward was knew who he was, knew who he was a bad guy, knew that he was loyal to to Hydra. Coming to find out that he's been manipulated his whole life just it makes him very uninteresting to me. Um, yeah. It really does. Like, and, yeah. you know, when when we found out that Ward was Hydra, I thought, now this guy's interesting. He's been playing these guys the whole time. And to come to find out that he has a heart, you know, I I didn't like the fact that, that he was headed towards redemption. I didn't like the fact... I As much as I wouldn't have wanted to see... Um, Fitz die I think Fitz should have died either by Ward's hand or just in the water I mean that gets, yeah, into, I make sure that we... gets into a whole other conversation about about them but I, I just feel like they, they pulled a misfire with the Ward character because he was yeah, headed I want to make sure we come back to Fitz too he was headed uh... one way Oh, we're, we're going to touch on Fitz and Simmons. Don't get me wrong. We'll, we'll be back there. But um, he was headed one way, and then in, this, in the course of one episode, he did a complete 180, and now he's back to wanting to do what's right. I mean, you know, in that one episode, he went from, I'm Hydra, to, are we really Hydra? You know, have we all? Have- well, I don't think they were ever Hydra. In fact, even Garrett from day one said, uh, "It's like, well, I've never been a true believer. He's they're a means to the to an end." And now we're finding out that they really were just a means to an end. Well, Garrett and his group were never were never truly Hydra, which which I think is good in terms of long term of the show because now really Hydra's I think all but off the table for season two. Now they can do. I mean, they've got a whole fridge worth of bad guys to chase now. So I mean, he said that about him never being a true believer, but Ward never said, oh, I'm right there with you, boss. You know, he was always, I got the impression Ward, that he was always, you know, sold on high. Maybe. I always, I always just took him, and I did always think he was just doing whatever, Garrett, just following Garrett's lead, whatever that may be. Is John I, with I never, us? I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, um, I never thought he was anything uh, other than whatever Garrett was. Um, well, I just and even even when when he and Sky were Garrett or excuse me Ward and Sky were having a conversation about Hydra and she's calling him a Nazi and he's like, well, no, no, it's it's got nothing to do with that, you know. He either isn't really into whatever Hydra is or he was, uh, or he believed Hydra something different. I mean, and Hydra of today may not be having doesn't have anything to do with Nazis really, but well, you know, it's like he, when you're an alcoholic, you're going to deny you're an alcoholic. If you're a member of Hydra, uh. You're gonna deny that Hydra's bad, you know. But I'm, but I'm not. A, but I'm not an alcoholic. You're gonna, you're gonna deny that that Hydra's that you're a, a Nazi if you're a part of Hydra because you think you're you're right. And so, I had, I had gone into this turn of of Ward being a bad guy yeah. wholeheartedly. Now he was interesting. Now he was gonna betray everybody. And and in one episode, he turned to, uh, you know, I'm a weakling. I've always been a weakling, and. I just found that to be rather disappointing. Yeah. John, please, I think he still please has weigh a lot in. To answer. Uh, yeah, go ahead, John. I, I did not enjoy the uh, the part where he was questioning Hydra with Garrett. You know, we're not really true believers, are we? Like that that whole bit 
Um, I just don't buy that he would have done all of this for Garrett alone. I guess they, you know, we've only really gotten that one scene in the woods with Garrett and uh, young Ward, you know. I agree with you, and I think that's why they showed us that, to make us believe that he would do it only for Garrett. But like but that you, wasn't enough. No, yeah. but like you, it's not enough for me. I had fully believed that he was, that he fully was a Hydra agent. You know what I mean? Not yeah, that you... I, I didn't get that. I mean, I got there's a couple things we got. We got when he had the conversation with Raina, and Raina's talking about how Colson's a good man. You owe, Don't you owe a man like that something? And he's like, yeah, but I owe Garrett everything. And then in Ragtag, we found out what that meant. So so I, I, I got enough that whatever Garrett's childhood was, whatever happened at the well... Um, screwed Garrett up enough that he was then Ward. in turn ghost I keep doing that. Whatever Ward had done got him to uh break out of military school, try to kill his brother, all that. Garrett comes and gets him. Garrett Garrett gave him a purpose, gave him gave him something to do. He or at the very least directed that that anger and that emotion towards something, even if it was Hydra. Um and now to take all that away, to have this directionless Garrett who doesn't know what to do, but at the same time he has to own up for everything he's done under Garrett's watch. Um, I actually am intrigued by that and want to see where that goes. Because uh, you've got a whole team of people now who are the core of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point to that he has to answer to. Um, and he's going to be around for some time to come. I mean, there, there's a core cast of players in this show, and he, and he for like it or not, he's in there. So, so I, I think it can be interesting. It can be good. They, they have to be careful with it. But um, in several different points in across several different episodes, I got enough to buy that, yes, Garrett got his hooks pretty deep into Ward to the point where Ward would do anything he says. Um, reluctantly in some cases, but he would do everything he says. Including walking the traffic like Sky was hoping for. And I, I, I guess that's what's disappointing to me. You know, I thought he was... He's more loyal to Garrett than Hydra, and I thought it was the other way around, so... Mm, okay. But what about Fitz and Simmons? What do you want to say? Well, aside from everything that... We're, what happened in that pod, something that stood out to me uh, on my second viewing is... Once they had that moment, and once he hit the button and blew the window, that's the last we saw of Fitz for the rest of the episode. Oh, I can we tell you where he again. is. I can tell you what's well, going I, I, on with him. No, no, I know where he is, but this looked like the, the, the pretty much the classic play of, do we know for sure that actor's returning? Because they left it in such a way that he could either come back or not. Oh. Well, maybe that was supposed to be something to get us to come back, you know, just in one more. Yeah, maybe. Like I they, think the question is going to be whether they use the Tahiti uh, to straighten out his brain. It's going to have brain damage. Of course they did. That's what I was going to say. That's what they're doing to him. Right. Yeah, maybe. He's Well, that got buried. They're pulling a Coulson on him. That got buried. They, they don't have that anymore unless there's another one. Don't you think, what's his name, had a backup? Eyeballs? Don't you think Eyeballs yeah. had a backup? Why? Why wouldn't you build... Why build one when you can build two at twice the price? Right. Uh, so, yeah, there might be. Yeah, never mind. I'm going to start calling but Fury eyeballs from now on. I, I just thought it was very 
very obvious that we didn't see Fitz. Like, even see him in a coma somewhere. It was very obvious we didn't see him. All we did was they talked about him. Uh, and, and they just as easily could have included a shot of him just lying comatose. Yeah, I was surprised that we didn't see him. But uh, I wonder if that was deliberate, like, to add to the mystery. Or do you think it's it's as simple as Ian, what's-his-face, doesn't know if he's going to come back or not? That that that's that's where I went when I first saw know when I really picked up on that was is he coming back? Um, I like I, to think uh, I like to think that that they're pulling a Coulson on him. Maybe. Now the other thing about that whole scene was when he finally did express his feelings, he still didn't say the words. And even when she like embraced him and was like kissing his cheeks and everything, she never like kissed him. So it's like. Is is he still your brother to him? And you really couldn't say I love you. Not that I was happy one way or another about that, because I don't know how I felt about that whole relationship anyway. It just the whole thing just didn't quite work for me in some way. If there's anything about this episode that didn't work, it was that they haven't it felt awkward. This is going to be the Mulder and Scully of uh, <laughs> by by season four, the audience will be begging them to be together. They're gonna they're gonna play it out. They're long playing it. Well, I mean they did that with Ross and Rachel and friends, and that kept people coming back. Right. You know, didn't they do that with Bones? I didn't watch Bones, but didn't they do that with those two characters? Yeah, and Castle and yeah. I don't watch that either, but I, I get enough from the previous to know what's going on there. Um. Nah, I don't know. It just it just was like, oh, Fitz, you're so cute. Hit the button so we can go now. Yeah. I almost wish she had just kissed him on the mouth and gotten it over with. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was waiting for. I was like, eh. And then I got distracted by the fact that we didn't see him again until at all. Well, hmm. But yeah, that was, that was a bigger thing to me was the bigger mystery or the bigger question wasn't so much what they came up with just what happened to him. Like, I mean, we know what happened to him, but why didn't we see him? It just seemed odd, but there was a lot going on too. I mean, there was a lot of action going on at that point too. Maybe they filmed something, but they had to cut it out for time. You know, certainly, certainly possible. Now, how about with Mike, uh, when Deathlock makes his turn, um, which that disappointed me a little bit too, I must say. Um, okay. Not that Mike turned. I, I always kind of wanted Mike to be back on our side, but I also like Deathlock as like a. Uh, I thought they short. They gave uh, Deathlock the short end of the stick. We never really got Shield versus Deathlock. Um, anyway. No, we got the other soldiers against them, but even that was all turning controllers on there. Right. But but I got the impression that we knew, well, now we know what Sky's endgame whole, all the time was. She wanted to get in those computers so she could access, we have access to the system we wanted. She wanted she wanted Mike Peterson's camera. She wanted, to, she wanted to get to Mike. Right. So there's a point where Garrett and Deathlock were talking. He's like, you don't need whatever. You, you can... You haven't left my side the whole time. And he just looks at him and says, I was told to never leave your side. Sky Sky gave him that order. And I think he knew it was from Sky, not from his handler. Do you think that? or 
Yeah. What do you mean? Sky gave him that order? Yeah, because Sky had not only access to the camera, but she was able, like, when she ultimately sent that message to to Mike, um, I, I, she already had con- had enough control, not control, but enough access to be able to send him messages, and I believe she already identified herself and said, "Mike, it's Sky. I'm." Once I get and I like I I enjoy when it was revealed the ace in the hole, but once you know once we save your son, you know, we need your help or whatever she may have said to him. But for now, don't leave, don't leave Garrett. So he did, or didn't, didn't he? Stay, didn't, stay with well, Garrett. wasn't there a part earlier where didn't they tell all the Deathlocks to protect Garrett at all costs so that they could follow them there? They did, and and they kind of smiled at him and said, "Oh, you you told him to default directions." Like, yeah, how'd you know about that? Because that caused him to stop attacking Coulson, get the and go to go to Garrett, allowing Trip and Coulson to to get in. And that's what Garrett said to Mike. He's like, "You don't need default directive. You haven't left my side all day." Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of convoluted. I mean, I was gonna add. I wasn't even really sure. You know, they're, so I guess Mike and the Deathlocks are not ever really under control. They're just being threatened. Yeah, that's that's the the incentive program, which I right. thought was a a really nice story point. Yep. I mean, it like sucks even, that even, your that your loved ones are are being kidnapped and stuff. But every time somebody would mention the incentive program, you could see the look on their face, like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's kind of put us in a rock and a hard place. And I understand why, you know. You didn't come here because you because we pay well. You came here because we're holding your grandma in a room back in the in the basement, right? And yeah, they're and the, controlling and the death locks. Who at any time you could blow up their orbital thing and and kill them if they don't follow. Kill them or their loved one. Like even we said that that name that Zeller that was that was the one controller. Like show him, show him a shot of his son. They just pipe a feed to his to his who was to his to his head directly. I guess of what his son's doing. Um, but Sky was able to send that message right from her her iPhone, saying, "You know, the whole dad, what are we? We're a team." And that was his cue that yes, Sky has, Sky's got Ace. Ace is safe, and I can now take action against Garrett with knowing he's going to be okay. So she would have had to have cued that up, and she even said, "I've been talking to him this whole time." Right. So I, that 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 told me. That when he said, "I was told to never leave your side," he was told by Sky. Well, who? I thought that was kind of a weird line when I heard it. You know, because I almost thought Garrett would have said, "Yeah, I know. I remember telling you that." But Garrett wasn't his handler. That's true. He even said when the phone rang, it's like, "Oh, it's your handler. You want someone to tell me what's going on?" Yeah, and it was Sky. Who was his handler? Is it Zellers? Flowers? The main guy. The, the Zellers. That I think is his name. That that main guy. The main guy. Oh, the guy. Yeah, that was looked like he was conducting an interview with the one guy right. with the glasses. Right. Right. Yeah. And and that bomb, which was just the, the Hulk action figure. Yeah, I didn't get that. What was that? It was a Hulk action figure. It wasn't a bomb. He she he goes into the bomb, pulls it out, and it was a Hulk action figure that she gives to to Ace, and he's like. Oh what? This whole time you didn't have a bomb on me? 
Oh, because when she walked in, I, she was carrying something, and I thought she like, was referring this, to this that. This is a bomb. You know what that is, yeah. right? I thought she was referring to whatever she was holding in her hand. Yeah, there's no bomb. Okay. <laughs> the Hulk is the Hulk. bomb, by the way. Yeah, he is a bomb. He's the bomb. Now, now that's that when when uh, when Ward shows up and they had their little reaction, he's like, "Oh no, I have a much better weapon that's going to destroy you," and it ends up being May. He's like, "Oh, that's beautiful. That was just great." Set up the exact fight I was waiting for, and we should uh, we should mention that May did end up with the uh, Berserker staff uh, at the very beginning. Yeah, she had and it. Pretty much took down the whole uh, took took the room down, took the whole building down. Yeah, L- literally. You think now? How you about think Russell knew that was happening, and that's why he tweeted what he did? It's possible. I, I think he just reacted to after it happened. I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Did he, tweet, did he tweet that after the show aired? Or during, or maybe after that scene? I'm not uh, 100% okay. sure. I'm not sure what of the timeline. He said uh, it was the Mayism thing. He said uh, the Berserker staff doesn't make May angry. May makes the Berserker staff angry. Nice. Yeah, no, that was actually early on in the episode, so he must have done it as it was happening. Okay. That was that was early into the, into the show. So let's do the... Um... Well, let's start with the alien scribbling. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? Yeah, so now, Garrett wasn't that first. the same? Wasn't that the same characters, the same things we saw back in I Spy? Remember in I Spy when Ward's got the glass on, he finally makes it into the room, and they quick snap a picture of whatever's on the wall. Isn't that what was on the wall? Those same kind of writing. Oh wow, I'd have to look back. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that either. That would make sense because did Aquila Am- Amador do it? No, that was her mission was to go in, get in there and to take that picture. Oh, very it very well could be. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to look that up because when I saw what Garrett was writing, and then I more so when I saw at the tag, I'm like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. And I went back and checked some synopsises, but it only referred to it. I didn't see a picture of it. I need to go back and watch it. Um, hopefully by now or very soon, Hulu will have the entire season on there, not just the last five. Uh, and I'll go back and watch the whole series again anyway, but I'm definitely going to be looking for that. Very good. Good catch, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, so Garrett, you know, as soon as the uh, the serum kicks in, he has, like, the urge to... He's saying, I got to get this out of my head or something like that. Right. And what does he ask for? A nail? Just a to, nail. Like, scratch he really it scra- in. He scratched it into the glass. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I guess we'll skip to the little tag where uh, Coulson wakes up in the middle of the night and uh, he starts doing exactly the same thing. How does Coulson know that stuff? Where did, where did, he, where did this information well, come from? Well, he's got the same the GH, serum the he's from Tahiti. Yeah. That's he what just, Garrett was going off on. He's like, I've seen whatever he, whatever he said. I've seen the universe. You know, Coulson knows. He's seen it too. He just hasn't admitted it or whatever, however he put it. Um, so you think and he's... And I have confirmed that you are 100% correct. Oh, okay. Cool. And if you guys look in the chat, this is Got not it. good podcasting. But... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. Who is that in that picture? Hell if I know. That's War taking the that's War taking the picture. That's War when he was taking when he was wearing the glasses. Oh wow! So he was doing he was actually taking the picture for uh, yeah. Remember for Hydra? He was, <laughs> no, he wasn't. He well he yeah he was, but he we didn't know it at the time. He he was um, 
he was wearing the glasses, getting into the room, and all he did was look at it, and the handler snapped the picture because they put those glasses in there, and all they did was intercept whatever Akela Amador's thing was and just kind of redirected it. So the handler still got the picture. I don't. You see that? Um, are we looking at the same picture where we see the back side of? Yeah. Yes. And you see that that vertical script that looks like yeah. We yeah. didn't we didn't see that in this newest episode, did we? No, we didn't see that. But you know what? I'm not going to say that's what we saw written on the alien corpse, but it could be. The, the symbols are definitely uh, the, the, the same. The symbols over over his left shoulder are very are absolutely the same. Yes. So I wonder if if Coulson has had this stuff in his head all along, or if something happened this episode that just kind of triggered his well, need from, to get it all out. For, apparently, you know, they did the Tahiti project the quote right way for for Coulson. Right. So they erased his memories or replaced the memory of this stuff ever happening. And that is supposed to stabilize the patient. Yeah. Um, so Garrett didn't do it the quote right way. He just had them inject him with the stuff really quick. Right. And so he's having the psychosis a lot sooner. Right. So the, the, now Colson's slow introduction to what really happened kind of may have either stem the tide or at least reawaken this and then seeing it on the glass might have kind of brought a full bore or allowed him to better comprehend what was already in his mind but because he it was either suppressed or otherwise rewritten in terms of his memory it didn't really surface as much because I would not be surprised if the reason the psychosis happened was because you had all this alien for lack of a better phrase, genetic knowledge in your head, uh, your brain didn't know how to process it. By, but by rewriting his memories, he would have been able to um, uh, suppress it or process it or otherwise integrate it into his himself more smoothly. Now, Colson might be in a unique position to be able to write it down and react to it and figure it out. Because like Gary says, like, I've got so much, I can't keep it all in my head, which is why he started writing everything down and scratching glass or whatever he could he could do. Um, if he lived, I can't imagine how, what kind of, uh, what kind of you know, nut job crazy he would have ended up. Right. But but that's going to definitely, I think, play into, um, into season two. And this is still my, my geekiness over the whole concept of the MCU and everything being connected. I still, Still, I'm hoping that this is going to be part of uh, a bigger Guardians of the Galaxy connection. I mean, they've done a great job of connecting every other other Marvel Earth-based movie into this show. They're not going to just not include Guardians just because this happens out in outer space. And as Russ pointed out last week, that where's Sky in all this? Yeah, and Sky it hasn't. You know, getting the injection to save her hasn't seemed to affected her at all. Yeah. Um, and, we've, and we've got more to talk about her, too. Yeah. So, I mean, if we just want to do the different endings, I guess there's a few endings to this show. Yeah, there are. Um, so now, go ahead, Brad. The one with Coulson riding on the wall, that was one of them, right? Yes. Yep. So let's just yep. talk about... That was about... the actual tag, I guess. Okay. That was the one after the break correct let's talk about flowers and the mystery drippy man 
Yeah. Now she had talked last week about um, the monsters that were destroying a village, and the monsters were this child's parents. And now she's showing up, and she goes to this this guy, this mystery man, drippy man, whatever, and says, "I found your daughter, and it's a picture of Sky." So, therefore, is that one of the monsters? And if so, is is that an alien, or or something, or what is it? It looked like somebody with gray hair well okay I mean I, I think that's what my I see in my mind's eye yeah no I I uh, I actually watched this part twice and uh, he does have gray hair it's like an older man or whatever um, he's drippy I wonder if he's decaying if he's um... yeah I don't know yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. They, Of course, they infer that it was uh, Sky's father. Did she say, I found your daughter? Did she actually say that? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can get out of that. I mean, except I'm having trouble in my head figuring out why Flowers would report this to this person now. She's always had her own agenda. Yeah, you think? And we've never yeah. been 100% clear on what it is. She's okay. always been a kind of a mystery, so, you know, maybe this obviously has something to do with it, or it's it's just another stepping stone in her plan. Clearly the, clearly the story she told uh, Ward was more than just a story she'd heard in her childhood. She has some personal connection to this person i mean if i uh, if i saw somebody that was walking around dripping just dripping <laughs> I, I i might consider that monstrous yeah you and know? she 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 said she's always been she's only been interested in evolution uh now she said a couple times she and sky share something underneath and her question to garrett was what will i become yeah, are that they, was are, interesting. Are they are they sisters? Are they both related? Are they both sharing in some something? There's, Brad, there, there's more to more to come with her. Are you familiar with the Inhumans? A little bit. I've I've read some of the some of the stuff. Are they like an evolved um, yeah. race? Like yeah, they are. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna consult the wiki on that because it's a simple explanation but I can't I can't quite remember what it is so let me I just I believe it's some kind of like um it's like a stone or a mineral or something that releases like this gas and it yeah. evolves you so like whatever you were going to be it brings it out um, it's not tesseract. I keep thinking no, tesseract, it's but it's but that, uh, it's a crystal. That's the word I'm looking for. Where, where you're going of... is a good uh, is a good point though, because they've talked about bringing the humans into the MCU mainly because they can't use mutants. So in humans, your next best thing. I'm gonna say Terrigen. Yeah, ter uh, Terrigen mists. The um, the Cree race. Yes. Uh, performed. 
tests uh, on Homo sapiens and the result of that of their test subjects uh, became known as the Inhumans who went on to form a society of their own um, experiments with the mutagenic pterogen mist gave them various powers but caused lasting genetic damage and deformities mm-hmm. alright so you're welcome uh, <laughs> Sky and her parents are Cree, and uh, this is about evolution. It fits. It all fits. Points towards in humans. It does fit. Say it, Ken. We know. Just go ahead and say it. John was right. No. <laughs> in all of your email correspondence and Facebook posting. What's the, your hashtag you've been using for the last two weeks, three weeks? Uh, what, it's all connected. Yeah, it is. It's all connected. It is all connected. And that, and and I think that's kind of like a good point for the whole thing. Like Brad was saying earlier, and and I was listening. Uh, you know how he maybe doesn't buy Coulson getting handed the keys to the whole thing by Fury. Well, you know how you're gonna buy it because they're gonna use it in the movies, and 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 it's and that's gonna make you believe it. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's yeah. going to be running it in the movies, and yeah. then it's going to be true. You know? It's all connected. Okay, so this may be a little... Maybe it's more appropriate for next week's... Or the next time we get together and record, when we talk in general about the season and how it's all connected to the Marvel movies. But So let me just ask the question, and then we'll... We'll discuss it next time we get together. I don't. I want to ask it before I forget it. In what form? Uh, that's not right. Uh, are we going to see Shield reform as Shield in a movie or in this TV show? Is it going to be called Shield? Will it be called something else? I expect it will be called Shield. I think whatever we see in the Avengers: Age of Ultron in terms of Shield. It will come out of what season two has to offer us. I mean, they named this television show yeah. Agents of Shield. Period. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. Everybody, everybody thinks Shield's bad. How's how's a well, ragtag group of adventurers going to make the world believe Shield is uh, benign? Uh, Fury said, "Go slow, do it right, take your time." Rebuild Shield. We need it. Now, Russ had a great point with with what we learned from Maria Hill a couple weeks ago that Stark is privatizing Homeland, uh, privatizing security, world security. It's very likely that Avengers come out. There'll be no Shield. It will be something that Stark came up with. It'll be just the heroes on their own together. I mean, that that's not unheard of. That's been done in the comics. Stark has funded the Avengers before. It's very possible that's where they're going to go. So are we not going to uh, wait till next episode to talk about this? <laughs> I don't care. I'm just messing with it. No, no. I no, think you're, I, just... I think you're. I think you're right on. I mean, because isn't haven't we been told that Fury's uh, role in the next Avengers movie is really Limited? just going to mount to a cameo almost? It might. It might be. What's his uh, What's his status in terms of? The, the contract was he like a nine picture jammy and how many has he done and I don't the, remember the last thing I heard he was he was 
cutting back are going to be very limited, period. And so we're we're not going to see much, if at all. Something that, tells that, me that if, if Sammy Jackson went to the people he had a contract with and he'd said, I'd like to renegotiate my contract, they'd probably go, yes, sir, Mr. Jackson, we'll get right on that. You know what I mean? So if he signed for eight movies, I don't know, yeah. I'm just putting a number out, and he says, I'm done after six, or however many it's been. How many I mean, has he been in? Let's count them. Uh, Including the tag at the end of Iron Man. Three. Only three? Three Three movies. He was only in Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and the Avengers, right? He was in Cap 2 and Cap, Cap 2. Excuse me. He was in both Cap 1 and Cap 2. It was at the, in the tag right. at the end of Cap 1. Five. All right, so five. Okay, you're right, you're right. So there's five. I mean, do those tags count as appearances? Well, you know, if if, if Kevin Feige used to be believed, I mean, the whole thing started when they started talking about the Avengers, and Sam's agent called up and said, anything for Sam? And he's like, actually, yeah. Now, Sam L. Jackson already knew that Nick Fury, that he was Nick Fury in the comics. So it wasn't a, just by chance that he called up and said anything for Sam. Um, but you're absolutely right, Brad. If if Sam Jackson's came in and said, I want more, he's going to get more. I'm saying if he wanted less, if he was done, he'd probably say. Well, there's that too, yeah. They probably would work with him. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. Because you don't, you don't want to step on Sam Jackson's toes. No. No, and I and I think it was really good to have him in there to establish some things, but I I don't think it's unfair or even unreasonable to say let's let him spread out and do stuff without Shield. It makes me happy that that he agreed to be in this episode. You know, it it tells me that he's fan enough to know that it would serve the story and make fans happy. You know, like, he could have been all Hollywood and said, I don't want to do that show. I did it. Has, was this the first one he's ever in, or was he in the pilot? No, Maria Hill was in the pilot. He was in the second episode. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right, because he was on the plane and the bus. He was in the tag. Maria with Hill. Yeah. She was in more of the, of the pilot. Yeah. She was in more of nothing personal than she was in the pilot. She. Uh, he could have pulled Hollywood deal and said, I don't want to do the TV show, but... You know, knowing that that he agreed to do it tells me that that he believes in what he's doing with this story and knows it's important and and that it would only serve to you know no, to, to to basically it was serving himself if he wanted to scale back. This was the best way to scale back. Yeah, and that's been a running theme for a lot of the actors in this whole project dating back to Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man when he heard what they want to do he's like great let's go what do you need from me uh, and that set the tone for a lot of the the actors who followed uh, in terms of believing in this project is bigger than one movie or their role uh, some more than others granted some people had to be replaced here and there uh, but that's not uncommon for the actors who are involved in this project because they they, they by and large, believe in what they're doing and what they're trying to build here, and that it's bigger than just than just them. In one of those articles that I had mentioned before, again, it might have been the one that uh, Ken sent around, or it might have been a different one, uh, they were saying how they wanted to make sure that 
Samuel L. Jackson was on board and available to shoot this last bit for the finale because, you know, if you're going to hand the keys over to Coulson, if that's the plan, and that was the, you know, they talk a little bit about how is this still going to be the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show? We ended S.H.I.E.L.D. in The Winter Soldier. Um, and they decided that this is the only way they could do it and that they would need Nick Fury to basically hand the keys over to Coulson to start over. Um, so there was some, you know, hey, Nick, uh, well, hey, Nick, <laughs> hey, Sam, you know, this is what we're planning. Are you down for doing this one more time or whatever? And uh, he definitely agreed, obviously. So. And it, it would be easier to rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D. without Sam Jackson, you know. You can't rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D. in one movie unless you dedicate the whole movie to that. You know, you, it's easier to tear something down in one movie than to rebuild it, obviously. So, you can't... Yeah, and I you, mean... Uh, you can't... You can't pin down Sam Jackson to be in a TV show regularly to rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D. when you've already got the perfect person there to do it that being Coulson right plus Sam Jackson is much too busy being on Twitter <laughs> um, and he's awesome to follow um, and I'm sure you know Guardians of the Galaxy there might not even be a shield mentioned the entire time oh no God no there wouldn't be I'd and be surprised maybe if they tied by it the in time any in, you know, in any form or fashion and then uh, what's not, next? Is Avengers 2 the next one? After Guardians? Yeah. So, no. you know, by then, the S.H.I.E.L.D. television show would have started up again, I would imagine. And, uh, yeah. and we'll have S.H.I.E.L.D. back by the time... Sh yeah, by the time Avengers comes out, which is going to be in May, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, season 2, Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. season 2, will be all but over. Um, so you know they're crafting say, the second season... Right. By looking at what's going to happen in the second movie. I have no doubt of that. Now, when I say tie-in to Guardians of the Galaxy, I really don't mean a direct tie-in that they're going to start you know, talking about Peter, Jason Quill. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, oh, well, the Kree, is over, the Kree is here in Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're also here in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you might see a bits, bits and pieces there. Yeah, I'm not. I don't mean something nearly as direct as what we had with Captain America or even the vague Iron Man and 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 uh, Hulk reference we had. But using the same aliens and some of the same technology, no question. I'll, I expect to see that. I'd be disappointed if we didn't see any Kree. You know, and then an, another way this gonna tie in, obviously, and you guys may have mentioned this on an episode I wasn't a part of, but. Gamora is Thanos' daughter. Right. I mean, you can't get more direct tie-in than that. Nope. You know? And I assume we're going to see a little bit of Thanos in this next movie. Yeah, it's called Age of Ultron, but you gotta, Thanos is there. He's going he's gonna to pop up somehow. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I, I'm expecting to see more of him in Guardians. I, I'm not really expecting to see him in Ultron. Are we supposed in, to in see Avengers Thanos movie? in Guardians? I don't know that. But I would expect a more likely reference, more likely appearance of him there. Well, uh, only only because the the Thor. God, we're off the track of the Shield. But the and the Thor, the tag, was taking the the ether to the Collector. Uh, that was a direct tie into Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 
and that's it's all connected. Ken. Deal. It, it is all connected. Hashtag is all connected. Uh, I I can't even speculate we're going to see an Ultron, but I'm certainly not expecting Thanos in there. Although it's been said, Thanos for Avengers three, which would also in turn bring Guardians of the Galaxy to Earth, and get everybody together for that. That would be cool. This would be <laughs> an entire brand new discussion for a different kind of podcast. Wouldn't it though? Mm-hmm. Um, what else about this episode? Uh, what we've mentioned, but let's just run down the questions that are left hanging. Uh, okay. Fitz is hanging. Uh, what are um, flowers? What's flowers' true intentions? And who is the mystery moist man? Right. And what's going to happen to Ward? That's pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much it. And what what's in Colson's head? What are the symbols? I mean, yeah. I'll throw that in there too. I don't think we really mentioned. Maybe you did. Maybe I'd zoned out for a second. My during this conver, during this conversation we've been having, a friend of mine has been texting me. He's on a horrible date right now, so he's trying to figure out how to get out of it. So I've been multitasking <laughs> while we've been podcasting. Um, but did did either one of you guys just come out and say, "I love the fact that Trip appears to be a full time cast member now and I'm part of this team." Uh, no, we didn't say it, but we haven't talked Trip at all. I like uh, I like Trip. He's grown on me by leaps and bounds, and I really am looking forward to seeing him as a as a regular on this show. Yeah, I mean, if I you can look only at that assume it's going to happen that way, right? If you look at that last shot where they show the new team, you yeah, know, no fifths and uh, Trip included. Yeah, and then you know they pretty much Colson pretty much addresses him. When he addresses everybody else at the end of that episode, he addresses Trip right along with everybody. It's almost like he's just accepted the fact that okay, Trip, you're with us now. You know, your mentor, your your CO, what's the SO? What is it? SO. Your SO turned out to be a prick. So but you're cool. You're co- you're good with us now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would agree, and, I, and I, that pleases me. Um. Yeah, absolutely does. So now that the season's over, what are we going to do? What are we what are we planning on? Well, we're definitely going to return semi soon uh and wrap up the entire season. And I think we won't go into detail right now, uh but the plan is to incorporate more of the cinematic universe and the television shows in uh with this podcast and that means you know uh peggy carter agent carter i guess i should say right uh the netflix shows since they are hashtag all connected uh it seems logical rather than sitting here and talking about them and saying how off track we are we might as well include them all in one marvel centric podcast uh, plus the TV show, you know, how many weeks a year is it actually on? So we have right. lots of <laughs> we have lots of downtime to fill. Well, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. From what we learned about the schedule, um, we're going to have Shield for a period of time, and then it's going to go on a winter break. And in that space, we'll have Agent Carter, and then once that ends, we'll be back to Agents of Shield to finish it off. So we're 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 not going to have a break. <laughs> and then right. somewhere in there. There'll be some Netflix shows to watch and to talk and about. I think the beauty of the Netflix shows are that they're they're going to come out in one bulk. Oh. Uh, 
shot so we can pretty much pick and choose when we're going to cover the next episode of Daredevil or yeah, we, we may have to they're going to release all Daredevil episodes at once yeah oh man that's going to be yeah. we're going to have to have some discussion about that about how we want to do that are we yeah. going to are we going to have first off we can't talk about a whole season of, I don't want to talk about a whole season of Daredevil in one episode obviously right. that would be ridiculous so are we going to have enough self-control to, to to watch one episode one at a time and then and then do an episode of our podcast and then move on to viewing uh, another episode because you know on Netflix when it says hey your next episode is going to start in fifteen seconds sometimes you go I got really got to pee but I really want to see what Jack Bauer is going to do next so I'm just going to start this <laughs> you know what I mean you know you know yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean and I think I we might have a shot of that with Daredevil but you can just forget about that with Iron Fist. Oh, Iron Fist. Are you gonna you gonna binge watch it? He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna be mainlining um, Starbucks <laughs> while watching uh, Iron Fist in his Google Glass, so he doesn't have to actually you know take it off or like he can walk to the bathroom and still watch it. I don't know. There's it's all true. Um, there's something to be said for like I for binge watching versus or not. There's something to be said for taking your time versus binge watching. That's what I'm trying to say. Like. I feel sorry for the people who binge watched my t- favorite TV show of all time, Lost. I feel sorry for them because they didn't think about each episode for a week or three months on the whole season. You know, they just went boom from beginning to end and they didn't get the same effect that I did. And I'm afraid. But they got through season four much faster. <laughs> I like season, season three. I like season, season three. Season three was the, the tough one. I liked no. season no, I like actually, actually it, was, it was the, it was two midway through two, got real slow until what's her name got shot, and then season three with Paolo. Okay, enough. Stop. <laughs> no, but what I'm We're saying is, I, I love I love Lost, and oh, I, I just too. I just been watched the whole thing a year ago or so, give or take. What and I want to do, those John, were still tough to get through. I, I just want to encourage John to to do it one at a time with the rest. Okay. Of us. Well, here's my thing, and, and this it might be very easy to answer, and maybe this is a – I think we'll wrap it up after this, whether it's a good time to or not. Um, okay, so they're going to dump 13 episodes or however many of Daredevil onto Netflix, right? Okay, so now – but it's all connected. So I would imagine that you have to finish Daredevil before the next season of whatever – where they're going to start mentioning what happened in Daredevil. I, I wouldn't think they put all four shows on Netflix at the same no, time. They're not. No, 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 that's right. I don't even mean that. I don't mean the Netflix shows. I mean, like, on the, you know, if, if they dump Daredevil in the summer and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming out in the fall, you would think that since they're all connected, something might happen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that refers to what happened in Daredevil. Don't you yeah, think? I don't, I don't if know. They dump, all... If they dump 13 episodes of, of Daredevil on Netflix, uh, the week after S.H.I.E.L.D. ends, don't you think they would wait however many episodes, 13 episodes? Don't you think they'd wait 13, 14 weeks maybe before they put S.H.I.E.L.D. back on the air? I, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem from the what I've read. While they are in the same universe... The direct references, like you are describing, 
should be very minimal. You don't think they'll um, be necessarily they, may, they don't necessarily need to be viewed in chronological order as far as the one right. season of Shield, one season of Daredevil, the next season of Shield. I don't, I don't I don't think so. Like I I don't I got the impression that there's not going to be any major thing. Like Cap, Captain America and Shield being disbanded, yeah, they had to react to that. There shouldn't be anything quite like that. Like I don't know how to how to begin. Like some 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 major landmark gets destroyed in Daredevil. You're not going to turn around and show that landmark in Shield. It shouldn't be even be that that specific. Um, there'll just be references to Shield or you know Iron Man or whatever things like that. You know there might be that kind of stuff, but it should be relatively minimal because this is supposed to be. They've used the word the street level, different different scope of of, of what they're dealing with. And they're probably going to time it so that you have basically year-round Marvel content. Yeah. Shield ends. Here's a Netflix show. Here's a Marvel movie. Oh look, uh, Peggy Carter. Time now, for Shield to start up again. Now the yeah. goal. The goal at the end of these four Netflix shows is to do a Defenders movie or show, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting times. Indeed. Lots of content. All right, are we good to go? If there is, we'll talk about it next time because I can't think of anything else right now. So I think we'll save all of our feedback and uh, and 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 tweets and Facebook comments and voicemails all for the season wrap up show. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it's gonna be next week. I, I think uh, with our schedules and and uh, the time we've put in, we'll probably be more like two weeks yeah. the soonest. Sometime before Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. And and at that time, we will have more information on uh, the future of this podcast. I wouldn't worry for anybody subscribing now. Uh, whatever it turns into, we'll, you know, forward you right. Uh, right, Ken? Is that our procedure usually? If Yeah, yeah. You'll, you sh- yeah, we'll just keep it on the same feed. There might be something going on. But whatever it becomes, you'll, you'll still get it. Very good. Guys, thanks. Uh, Good season. It was a pleasure getting through it uh, with you guys and and Russ, too, who wasn't able to make it tonight, but we'll shout him out. And uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Good night, y'all. Good night.